You are now listening to TDL on SilverAndBlackPride.com. This play used to be run with Henry Ruggs, and we got Darren Waller on the choice route, Hunter Ripper on the shallow. But I want you guys to watch Tyron Matthew here, okay? God, you see the ball is out here. He's breaking on the ball. Mm, I think if he got a little closer. Everybody, we are back. It is Tape Don't Lie. It's your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Right? Hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. All that good stuff, guys. And uh, you guys already know what to do. You see, see everything at the bottom here. Hit, Go ahead and hit that manscaped.com discount code tdl go ahead and do that as well right so go ahead and get that started and then uh you know go ahead and get you some shirts from the tdl blackout as well or a sweater you know it's winter time right now it's starting to get a little colder in different places you know the you know it's uh it's gonna be zero degrees in buffalo uh uh this saturday so Definitely, uh, if, you, if you live out there, I'm, I'm Buffalo, and you maybe you're a Raiders fan. I don't know why you would be if you live in Buffalo, but uh, <laughs> you never know, right? Uh, you know, definitely, uh, you guys got want to suit up and get you some sweaters. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making all the rounds today. I saw that. Yeah, I, I've been uh, I'm, I'm actually have been on a podcast adventure this whole whole week. Yeah, caught COVID and got lucky. They got lucky. To, to, <laughs> I got a bunch of time. All right, so. At the Mark John NFL, follow me on Twitter at BD Williams18 for BD. BD, how are you feeling about this uh playoff Raiders? Yeah, it's uh it's surreal, you know. Obviously, as a fan, I'm geeked that my team made made the playoffs, you know. Um, and I love the way that they made the playoffs because before when they lost to the Chiefs and you know they were they were looking bad and they were still technically in the playoff hunt. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at the team. I'm like, shoot, even if they make the playoffs, like this is not going to end good. They they look terrible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but last four weeks, they've definitely made huge improvements, and so now you feel a lot better about their chances going into going into the playoffs than you know uh, having having this kind of play. Some some good things on defense. Some some not so good things on defense. You know, it was uh, a. Yeah. It was inter- It was really interesting going through the the all twenty two because um, at first I'm like, man, they're running a lot of man coverage. They usually don't run nearly, you know, as much man coverage as this. Mm-hmm. But when everything is a third and long and a fourth and long, you're getting into like your third and long playbook, which is going to be you know your changeups, right? Mm-hmm. So half the game was those basically was those you know, plays like a third and long play, a fourth and long play, half, basically half the game. Um, so yeah, the Raiders did play a, man, a lot of man coverage technically, you know, and they did, they did solid. They did, they did okay. Um, but there was definitely some, some errors, some, some big, you know, misses, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so not super encouraging going up against since Cincy who they're a great passing team. So uh, they're gonna have to make you know keep on making these improvements in coverage for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the offense, I thought the offense started off a little shaky in this game, which is interesting because they're able to put up points early on. But I thought they're a little shaky. 
um, uh, especially in the, in the first half. I thought they didn't. I mean, they were able to move the football, but I mean, there's a couple of you know a little bit of some some fluke plays that happen, and you know uh, the first drive was okay, but then you know they got the fumble, and they were able to capitalize on that. I, I thought they were a lot better in the red zone this uh, this week, though. I, I thought that that was something that the um, I mean, I think they only kicked one field goal from there, if I remember. I don't know. If people let me know if I'm wrong there, but I feel like they have more touchdowns in the red zone this week. Usually, um, like they were like three or five, maybe sixty percent there. So. I think, you know, being better there was a little bit encouraging, but I think from overall, from like a success rate and moving the ball with efficiency, I think they, they, you know, they, they struggled a little bit, but as the game went along, I thought they got better in the third quarter of the third quarter there, they, they played really well. Um, they were able to, you know, build a lead uh, basically on offensively. I thought Carr played a lot better in the third quarter than he did in the first half. So, um, so I, I did. I did like that. I, I like how they finished. You know, Jacobs was, of course, was awesome. The end of that game, man, he was fantastic. I just, I've never seen him run like that. You know, the last three weeks, man, he, he's second in the league. Last three weeks, yeah. yeah he's second weeks, from yeah. from week fifteen, from week sixteen to week eighteen. He's second in the league in rushing. He's three hundred seventy-four yards, something crazy like that. Four point eight yards per carry. The last uh, three weeks of the season. So, dude, he's he's been going off. Right. Um, and, right. you know, if they could, if, if that's, if they can ride that into the playoffs, man, that, that's why I feel like there's a lot of confidence. I, I've, I have a lot of confidence in Josh Jacobs. If anybody else, I, I got a confidence that Josh is going to show up. And uh, he's been a different monster uh, since week 16. And he's just kind of, you know, you know, you know, quarterbacks get the, the carried on their back. I, you know, Josh, Josh kind of put this team on his back a little bit too, man. Even the, 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 the tone setting, of the first Colts drive, you know what I mean? Like that set the tone for that whole game. You know what I mean? Like we in for play, play. You know what I mean? Like we're not the Raiders. You guys thought where he came in, he punched you right in the mouth and right down the field and scored a touchdown. So I think a lot of that has to do with Josh Jacobs and his mentality. And uh, you know they they got they got to take on the mentality of a of a rushing football team. I think and that means a lot more play action yeah. than I'm seeing. <laughs> Which I want to see more play action this week. They got to take that mentality. Of, we are a team that's going to come be physical with you, and because the Bengals are not a physical team, so if, if they can take that and punch them in the mouth and and uh, come with some grown man stuff, uh, I think they get they got they, that's a good look going forward. They can bring a physicality. It's cold, man. They, you don't want to get hit all the yeah. time. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's definitely going to be a battle of attrition, you know, um, in the elements for sure. We'll see, you know, how effective both these quarterbacks are throwing the ball. Um, you know, when it gets cold, how effective the wide receivers are going to be catching the ball when it's cold. Um, you know, obviously Cincinnati, they've been playing in these elements, you know, but some of them, these guys are young players, you know, so, um, yeah. we'll see how, we'll see how ready they are for that. But something I wanted to bring up before we start getting too much into Cincinnati was, um, I, I think the, basically the third quarter, okay, was, in my opinion, where the game was won for the Raiders. Okay. Yeah. If you look at defensively, they had a six to start the to start the third quarter, start the second half. They had a six play drive, gave up a six play thirty eight yard drive, mm-hmm. resulted in a missed field goal. Then the four yard or the four play seven yard drive that was the going for it on you know your own eighteen yard line that, that yeah. one right. Mm-hmm. Um, turnover on downs. Then the next drive was a three play zero yard. 
drive resulted in a punt. And then the next drive was a three-play, five-yard uh, drive that resulted in the interception to Casey Hayward. So four, basically, basically three and outs, right? Mm-hmm. Plus some turnovers, great field position for the, for the offense. To, and the offense turned that into 13 points, right? So, you know, for me, like, that's, that's when really the Raiders – some uh you know amassed enough of a lead that made you know the chargers play desperation and they, like like you said they're not yeah. built for you know that they're not built for coming back necessarily from like a huge lead obviously they tied it up yeah. right but but it took but it took them the entire fourth quarter to do that to do, to, to do those things it's not like it's not like the chiefs where it was like free plays and they're yeah. back in it you know, it's like no, they had to do a fifteen-play drive. Nineteen, you know, that nineteen-play. Yeah, you know, like- nine, nine, nineteen-play drive. You know, like if 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 you put if that's how you score nine, if it takes you nineteen plays to score, coming back from a deficit, you're in tough water. You're making a real tough uh, job for yourself there. So I really think the third quarter is, is where the uh, the Raiders won that game. Yeah, um, sure. Great, great complimentary football. You know, in, in terms of what the offense and the defense will bring to the table. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, um, just like that that interception late. I mean, they got an extra three points, which gave them that that little bit of the cushion that they're able to hold on to and at least allow it to go to overtime. You know, so that uh, that that last that last interception, that turnovers, they were able to score off turnovers. Um, you know, e- even just getting three on, on that uh, that one fourth uh, when they went for it on fourth down on the eighteen yard line, which you know had to. We just talked about it before the before the game. How you know Brandon Staley? He's gonna mess up. He's gonna have all that. They're gonna be killing him for all week for everything that he's doing. So yeah. uh, he 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 kind of got that. But then you know they they kicked that field goal. They got another three, and then they they got a touchdown after that, and then they got another three, and they're able to build build that lead. You know what I mean? And, and then they have that lead long enough to to hold on to it. But I mean, it it's funny, you know, just just because I mean. Basically, they got the game of Justin Herbert's life in the fourth quarter. You know, uh, J.T. O'Sullivan did a QB school. Guess where he started the QB school, bro? He didn't. He didn't start like early. He didn't start from the beginning of the game. It started from like yeah. basically oh, the fourth course. quarter yeah. and on, right? right? And that's what he, I mean. Because I mean, he has he had uh, like probably like 30, 38 throws probably since the, from fourth quarter to overtime, right? And uh, so it's a lot of tape, but I mean, he basically he turns it on, and I, mean, I never, I've you know, I've never seen him play like that, so. But again, so. it's it's volume. It's volume because yeah. no, no quarterbacks don't get that opportunity to be like four straight fourth and ten, you know, like opportunities yeah. to like you know like eventually your your coach is going to punt it. Like no one has the stomach for that except for this guy yeah. Staley, right? And so it's it's crazy. So, um, but it's again, it's volume. So much volume, you know, like th- that. Yeah, there's you're going to have some great like there's a couple of great throws that i'm going to show like lasers right yeah yeah but uh but you know if if it's like one in every you know uh every four throws only one of them is a, is one of these lasers and the other yeah. three are just like okay that's not a great throw or you sailed it or you missed that read or something like that you know so so yeah like justin herbert there was a lot of great moments but it was like Honestly, it should it should have been it, he he could have driv- driven the ball down a lot easier than he did. To be quite honest with you, oh, a hundred percent. I mean, their offense. Yeah, th- thank God for Joe Lombardi. So we're, we got Joe Lombardi over there. 
Um, he, they, they haven't said anything about firing him, so we're getting another year of uh, good old Joe. <laughs> he almost ruined Matthew Stafford. So uh, we're good. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Joe. Ain't gonna that offense ain't going to change. I mean, this could be the same offense love here next year. I love it. They're going to start off like 0-3 or something much because everybody's going to know what they're doing. It's hilarious. Right. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. So so uh, who's going first? What do you, 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 you want to do? Well, why, don't you, why don't you go first? I'm going to send it to commercial, and then you go first. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, just – just a moment. Hey, fellas, this episode of Tape Don't Lie is brought to you by our favorite producers of grooming tools, Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2021 with a new product. Clean yourself into the new year with their ultra-premium body wash. Also, special offer alert, use the code TDL for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Four million men already trust Manscaped. Time to join them. All right, so uh, today I'm going to be going over uh, the Mariota package again um, because we saw a lot of it, and uh, it, it wasn't very successful this week as it usually is. Uh, so we're going to go over that, and then we're going to check out Josh Jacobs in the fourth quarter and then uh, – or not overtime, my bad, in overtime. And then a little Brian, we're getting a little Brian Everett's love today. We're going to get some Brian Everett's love today. Uh, you know, mix it up. You, you know, he, he, I, I, I thought he had a, he had a uh, a good game, a good silent good game. So let's go ahead and check this out. Is this the share button not gonna work for me? There you go. Hold up, your dog. The share button's not working here. What the hell? Oh, yeah. You might have to go first, BD, until I figure this out. You're on mute, Doc. You're on mute. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll jump in, and okay. you go You go ahead and uh, re- try refreshing your browser. Okay. I got you. All right. Cool. All right. All right, Raider Nation. So here we go. We'll go ahead and break it down to you. All right, so first things first, uh, Raiders got some great play from their corners. Okay, we got Trufant at the bottom of the screen here. Okay, we're going to get this backside curl, get that strong safety outside of that curl window, right? Um, And so this should be a really automatic throw. We see Trufant get through here, break that up, doesn't do a great job there. Breaking that up, doesn't true font. He had an okay game, solid game. Here's we're gonna get into a little too high look. Okay, they're playing basically like a TCU special over these over two and three with these two defenders and the safety. And Casey Hayward's gonna be all by himself with this guy right here. And so we're gonna get that vertical route. And Hayward, he's playing a risky technique here, giving his back to the um to the to the receiver when he is in man coverage but he knows he's just going to go ahead and bail and he does a great job posting him getting a little bit of a reroute right there 
guy and then getting his vision back on the quarterback. And when he does have the vision back on the quarterback, quarterback throws a little duck, and he's able now to basically play receiver, go and get the ball. Okay, here's another one. Brandon face on at the top of the screen here. He's going to go ahead and let me just get my um, clicker right. He's going to get a double move here. Stay, make sure he stays on top of this. Not getting fooled. Here it is again. He's in a man coverage right at the top of the screen. Okay, he does such a great job. Staying so patient, waiting, waiting. Gets his hands on. He's playing the back shoulder. Okay, so he gets his head around. He's expecting the back shoulder. That's fine here, even though it goes over his head. He does enough to reroute him, okay, and stop that from being a catch. Okay, here's another one. We're going to get an inside release, and he just rides. And he does such a great job maintaining this outside leverage right and face on so that when the, it comes out here, the flag route, he's still in perfect position, throws off the timing of that. Now, every single – Basically, just with the volume of the passing offense that we just saw this weekend, every every single player got beat in coverage at least once. Okay, it is what it is, right? Um, and on this play, this is unfortunate. Okay, because we're in kind of like a prevent type of look here. Okay, we have three deep safeties. Okay, they're all on the goal line, so this is a prevent look. And what you're going to see here, or what you should see here, okay, is these guys underneath playing with outside leverage on the guy in front of them because where do they want to go in this situation? They want to have an out route, okay, maybe at the sticks, right? But they want to get out of bounds in this situation. We're in a goal, we're in a, you know, um, two-minute drill. It's, it's at the end of the game, okay? Casey Hayward gives up this catch here, okay? And what I don't like about it is that he man turns – and now he has inside leverage. He's inside of this guy at the top of the screen. And when he goes and he breaks to the out, okay, Hayward, he's not there. Now, I mean, and he, he gives up this catch, okay? And, and I'm just going to rewind it just real quick. Okay, watch how – and we get a mirrored uh, – we're, we're getting a mirrored concept here, so we're getting the same exact route from this receiver at the bottom of the screen here. Get this little uh, flag route. Okay, to get out of bounds and watch how Desmond Trufant plays it. He he shuffles to get that outside leverage. Okay, reroutes and he's going to swing around and undercut this from this side. So he's playing this pretty perfectly. Desmond Trufant per playing this perfectly. He's getting ready to undercut this. He knows he has safety help over the top. He can be aggressive and maintain that outside leverage. Casey Hayward for some reason. I don't know. That's a mental lapse on his part. And now here's another one. They're throwing something different. Like I, I said, Gus Bradley, he wouldn't do something different, but he did. Okay, we're go we're going in the goal line. Okay, three deep, man under. Look here. Okay, with man across the board and a three man rush. Okay, and what's going to happen is that they're going to run the. Um, this kind of uh, concept on the goal line, okay, which is like, you know, uh, what, what do they call this? All comebacks or something, Marcus? Worked. Say it again? I can't believe this works. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So 
but everyone's gonna sit on everyone's gonna sit on, on the goal line here, right? And um, it's really the Raiders are in a perfect defense because there's gonna be a double where the safeties are basically jumping the inside break, and then all these receivers who are going deep have a man on them. So every single one of these routes down here is completely doubled. Okay. And I just think it's a little, again, just a little lapse of technique. Got to squeeze this. If we're Casey Hayward, got to be a little tighter on this. Okay. And then for down, down Levitt, just like put your foot in the ground and just jump in front of that. Like who cares? Like go for it. Right. But you see all of these routes are doubled. The Raiders are in literally a perfect defense for this concept. And Herbert throws a laser in between two guys. Okay. Incredible throw. And then a lot of people were asking me about the fourth and 21 play. I think that, um, I mean, I share the same sentiment with fans playing prevent defense. You see all these guys back here, they're, they're playing prevent defense, right? Oftentimes you'll see like big plays happen against like, you know, super, super soft coverages. Um, and I think that one of the reasons why they went ahead and played like this is because they were trying to play more of an aggressive prevent defense where they where they have deep safeties where they're playing man underneath, but we had a but they had a mistake. Okay. And now they come out and they cover four package. We're gonna get obviously what Seattle, four verticals, right? Um, and we're gonna have this safety poach the backside three, this safety stay on top of two. This corner on one, and now we have this corner, okay, who needs to stay on top of number one here to the backside, okay. And this is where the concept is going to happen. Here's where the where this route is going to be scored. I think that this is really on D Devon Diablo situationally, not worrying about okay getting back out here for this flat route when it's a fourth and twenty one, right, and staying in this curl window, okay. A lot letting the ball bring you out to this guy over here. Sit here in this curl window, double where the touchdown is, double where the sticks are. He gets caught out of position. He's way too wide out here to find Diablo. Okay. And I think Faison also, you know, got caught a little bit there too. I think he could have done a better job covering that. Now, there, there were some coverage issues. Okay. Now, I'm going to show you a concept that they ran a lot of. Okay. If you notice, Okay, if we draw a line down this hash on the short side of the field, we have one, two, three, four eligible receivers on the short side of the field. They really tried to flood uh, the boundary with receiving threats. And you see here, Teamer, he does a great job, even though he's, his, he's a curl flat player on the backside, seeing, okay, on the snap, everyone's going weak. You see Teamer push. Okay, to the opposite hash, does a uh, smart job pushing to the opposite hash and then breaking up this pass. Okay, so um, Timur actually didn't have a terrible game. Uh, and I was surprised going back. Here's another one. This throw is super late, okay, but he has a seam alert on the backside. This is just uh, regular cover three. We're playing true zone on the backside, and then we're kind of playing a cover three match on the backside where these guys are basically going to take the backside verticals man-to-man, teamer, throw late, throw definitely should have been upfield shoulder here. So not a great throw, but we see teamer not give up on the play, rake the catch point, get a pass breakup, great job. That's 
really what you need to do when you have that seam alert and the cover three, you got to defend the seams. So he did a great job there. Now here's another one from Teamer. Um, I think that it, it's this is really inexplicable, honestly, because he does such a great job of, and you see at the top of his drop, once he gets to the bottom of the numbers, which is his landmark, okay, the bottom of the numbers, okay, he's going to flip his hips around, okay, and he's going to get his butt to the sideline and, and call, this is called sailing, okay, this drop here, and he's going to sink underneath, okay, the flag or the, the corner of number two, okay, and he's in perfect, perfect positioning, and I think that what happens is when he sees this guy at the corner of his eye, he starts to get greedy, and he starts getting his eyes on Justin Herbert, and I think he must be expecting kind of like an outbreaking route, but then this turns into kind of like an out and up, up the sideline, okay, and Timur just gets caught looking, right? So this that's not great instincts, okay? It's at first, at least, it's good technique from Teamer. Okay. If we see him, watch him here again, again, flips his hips and now attach to this guy, get, get a contact geek, get your hands on him before you start peeking. Because if he makes a move and you have your eyes on the quarterback, you have no idea where he's going, which is exactly what happened right here. Okay. So that's just a lapse. It's bad technique from Teamer. He can, he can fix that. That's something that certainly can be fixed. So he got away with one now really. Okay. The main culprit, when I went back through the film and people are not going to like this. Okay. The main culprit giving up yards. Okay. Giving up catches was Nate Hobbs. Okay. In coverage here. He's in cover three. Again, sail this, get your butt to the sideline and sink underneath. Okay. That kind of like a flag route, the corner route. Okay. And you see him here just a little late, giving that one up in coverage. You saw a great closing speed, but again, don't give it up, okay? Now, the Raiders are in, in a too-high scheme, okay? And what it's going to do is it's going to allow these underneath defenders to be aggressive and jump, okay, the hot routes, okay, that are going to happen in front of them. And we're going to see Perryman jump this hot route. And really, when you see disciplined defenses, when you see great defenses, you're going to see these guys draw basically a line, and everyone is going to kind of jump or trying to step in front of these routes at the same exact time. It's called squeezing the zones, okay? And instead of that happening, we're going to see Perryman jump in front of this, but Hobbs kind of hesitate, and it's going to open up a big hole right here in the zone, okay? Hobbs hesitates. I think he's confused about the call. Usually they're not in these kind of too high looks, Okay, so I think he thinks he needs to stay as wide as this guy, like he usually is in cover three, but you got a squat corner out there. You got a hard flat foot corner who's who's playing the out. Okay, he's got that. Hobbs needs to jump in front of this right here. Okay, this is this is an interception. Take, you know, pick six to the house for Nate Hobbs. Missed opportunity right there. Okay. Um here's another one. They're in a, they're going to come down. And they're going to play a blitz look. And right now, Hobbs is is basically going to have man to man with this tight end right here. I believe this is tight end. Maybe it's wide receiver. It doesn't matter. Okay, and he has inside leverage, which is fine. Usually, single high blitzes, cover one blitzes. Okay, usually it's inside leverage man coverage uh, across the NFL and college. That's usually how it's played. My problem right now 
is you see him open up and turn when he's got a really wide cushion. Okay, so he's obviously maybe a little afraid of getting beat deep here. Doesn't want to get beat deep, just stay on top of everything. Okay, but what happens as a result is we're a little late breaking. Okay, and we give up a big catch at the sticks. Okay, on a third and long. Okay, now if if you want to see kind of like what the technique should be, okay, watch Casey Hayward. Keep in mind, this is where the sticks are. Watch Casey Hayward's feet, okay? He's going to keep his feet slow, keep his feet at the sticks, okay? Get Maintain that inside leverage, but keep his feet at the sticks, reroute this guy, knowing this is where he wants to turn. This is where he wants to go, okay? So Casey Hayward puts his body in front, does not open the gate, doesn't open too early, plays the sticks, Nate Hobbs, got to have that attention to detail as he keeps on going and getting better as a corner, as a cover guy. Okay. Here's another one. This is just kind of him. I think they're probably, they schemed him clearly. Okay. We're going to get an out. We need him again. Drop to the bottom of the numbers, sail this. Okay. But when he sees this guy coming out here, he jumps in front. No one is on the wheel. Okay. That that's Nate Hobbs guy. He just got schemed. Okay. He got, he got schemed. He got, got, it's all good. It happens to the best of us. Right. <laughs> okay. So I, I've been crapping on Nate Hobbs. Let me get back. He's going to get a little slot fade right here. Okay. He does a great job. Okay. Working over the trash. He was in a tough spot. He has that space in between them. He doesn't get his head around until he gets his hands on and then he can get his head around. Does a great job playing that, disrupting that timing. Okay. So. He had something good. He had a good one. Okay. And now here's another one. Um, Nate Hobbs. He's in man coverage. They're playing man coverage on a, on a third and long. And you see him here at the top of the route. I think that he got leaned on a little bit. I think he needs to hold on. And I think he needs to grab here, to be quite honest with you. Um, that's how you change the directions with these bigger receivers who are trying to push off with you. And I think that this is NFL open. And the pass rush kind of allowed that, you know, this ball to sail and be late. And Nate Hobbs to recover, in my opinion. Um, but he did get the get the pass break up there because he didn't give up, and that is part of the game. Balls are going to come out, you know, errant. They're going to be tipped, you know, all that stuff. Okay, and we see it here. Uh, we're going to get uh, the pass rush from Max Crosby. Okay, great little window wiper, double arm swipe, hits this ball, wobbles it a little bit, allows Hobbs to come fight back, recover make the pass break up. So great job for Nate Hobbs. Now, I think that's a great segue into the pass rush because that's really where this defense was making its hay. Had a just incredible, incredible day rushing the passer. They were, you know, peeling their ears back all game long. This is a, this is a great one. Watch Quentin Jefferson here, okay? He's going to take this little jab step and look over at Max Crosby like they're running a stunt, okay? And watch what that does to this guard. He starts, he looks back, he peeks back at Max Crosby, just takes his eyes off the ball for just a second, almost like a little coffee house stunt. Okay. Here's, uh, here's another one, this time from Max Crosby. He gets a little quick, quick set. So he gets, he gets jammed, he gets hit hard. So now he's got to recover. He's going to plant off his outside foot. Okay. Come, come down, chase down the quarterback. I cannot believe Justin Herbert didn't fumble right there. It's incredible grip strength. Um, but a great sack uh, off of, 
The second reaction play for Max Crosby. Here's another one for Max Crosby. Okay, just incredible job getting underneath, full extension underneath, low man wins, just bullies him back right back into the quarterback. Herbert's knee hit the ground before he got that ball off, so that's a sack for Max Crosby. Um, and then here's another one from Quentin Jefferson, I believe, here. He's going to just such so much range as a rusher from Quentin Jefferson. You're going to see him come all the way to the opposite side of that hash and just really stress this these guards laterally, you know, these these guards – have to set so far one way or the other when they're working with Quentin Jefferson. And you see him just win right here off the edge, just work the corners of that guard right there. Okay, get you know, uh, Cleveland Furrow also got in on some pressure as well right there. Um, and then we're going to see another one from Max Crosby here. This is a great pass rush, even though it didn't result in a sack. Okay, you see him fighting to get those hands off, affect the ball, hit the ball out. Okay, Max Crosby, phenomenal effort, incredible day, rushing the passer. I mean, the pass rush was the was the difference. Quentin Jefferson also deserves a lot of credit. And now, now we're going to see Darius Finelon do, do his work against the run. Okay, we're going to get a little double A gap look. Bradley likes to do this against heavy run, uh, in obvious run situations. But the remarkable thing about this play, and judging from KJ Wright's path, I'm not sure if this is necessarily planned or if this is just Filon making a split-second decision, you're going to see him right as soon as the ball is snapped go back door against here. Even though he's lined up in the A-gap, he's going to go back door straight into the B-gap, okay, and kind of throw this whole thing off. It's, it's already blown up. He's already blown this up. Darius Finelon now in the B-gap. They were not expecting that, okay. Gets in for a run stuff, run stuff, and probably the most uh, – will be probably the most scrutinized decision to go for on fourth and two in the history of football. Uh, on your own 18-yard line. So Darius Finelon has the distinction of making that play. Here's another uh, run stop here. All right, uh, this this isn't a run stop. This is this is a gain. We're going to see both both linebackers, you know, just get blocked, open up a big lane here. Okay, so they weren't perfect against the run. They gave up a couple ones. Devon Diablo got caught uh, on the touchdown. I didn't add that in here, but most of the run plays, I would say, look like look something like this. Got Phylon getting into the backfield, okay, causing a little bit of a bubble. Guys changing directions at the last second, okay, and then everyone meeting at the ball carrier. This is how the Raiders were playing the run. We're going to see another one right here. This guard is going to kind of going to try to double Phylon falls on the ground, so. Perryman knows, okay, nope, there's no no one who can come get me. Let me just go and, and meet this guy in the hole. Great job, Max Crosby. Also got, got in on that uh, run stuff right there. Um, here's another one. For, uh, this time we're going to get Solomon Thomas going back shoulder or back door here, okay? Gets into the backfield, forces this wide bubble. From this uh, running back, and this this tackle, this guard, they're blocking these guys this way. They want them to go that way, okay? Because the whole run scheme is supposed to hit right here, okay? So Solomon Thomas going back do- back door, okay? Just blows this all up. These guys, these guards and tackles, thinking that they're gonna, that they're blocking someone, but the running back is, is running right into the guy that they're blocking. Uh, so great job, Solomon Thomas. He did it there. Uh, and then this is a, a Max Crosby example, you know, him coming off the edge, okay, beating this guy underneath. And I think that this has kind of like become a calling card for Max Crosby. We can go and kind of run this back. 
getting you know these kind of um, base blocks where the guard, the tackle is going upfield, and you're getting that that kind of block down. And Max Crosby is consistently kind of just I don't even know like he's euro stepping these guys, okay, uh, you know, getting the arm under, ripping underneath them and making plays against the run. And I think that that's a rare thing. Usually when got when defensive ends get this kind of base block and they make a play against the run, it's because they wrong arm or spill it and try to and, and kind of jump inside. So for Max Crosby to consistently kind of make these plays going all the way around, um, you know, these kind of base blocks, I think is, is pretty impressive uh, for Max Crosby. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't like go super in depth with, this fourth and 10 and this, you know, uh, third yeah. and 10, you know, all, all that. But um, a lot of times it was, you know, sometimes it was a mistake. Sometimes it was just like a blown coverage, you know. But when when you have that much volume, there's going to be a lot of examples of a lot of different things, right? Yeah. Uh, but I thought that for the most part, the corners, Casey Hayward, Desmond Trufant, Brandon Faison, though, they, can, they competed well. They made it tough. They made contest. Even if they gave up a catch, it was a contested catch. But it was kind of like, you know, some blown coverages on the inside, really, on the interior. That was uh, the bigger concern. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was, so when I when I watched it, man, I, I basically saw everything that you saw. So, um, I mean, it's really nothing for me to say it's crazy. I just think I think Max Crosby and Quentin Jefferson really dominated that game inside. And it, you know, Jefferson, I think he has 18 pressures the past, I don't know, like three weeks or something like that. So yeah, he's been balling like crazy. He's he's gonna have you know if he keeps playing like he's playing, that's gonna be awesome for this for this defense um going forward, especially in this next matchup because you know the when you're showing the pass rep portion, you know, um Herbert was getting rid of that damn ball, right? He was getting rid of it, and he wasn't taking sacks. And you know, if you know they get the pressure like that this week, I mean, the guy they're playing this week is gonna try to make a play. He's gonna try to get out of there and uh, break tackles. So they could be relentless, you know. Uh, when they so if they could be relentless rushing the passer, I think they'll be better on the back end because I I still think the the way this team is set up, I mean, they have a lot of uh, the cover three and all that stuff it's not a great matchup for what the Bengals like to do. So just to see that, you know, that pass rush, if they can just keep that going this week, man, it's going to be awesome. So we'll see. Yeah. It's funny that you, that you bring that up. I think that to be quite honest with you, I think that the scheme technically is fine against the Bengals. Yeah. It just comes down to winning these like individual matchups. And like, oftentimes you'll see like quarterbacks, like, like shy away from like tossing it deep against this team because the corners are just sitting on the fade like all game like it's like you can throw any other route it's open but like the fade we're we're on top of that like you're not going to get us beat us deep with that fade stuff but jamar chase is such a beast and and joe burrow has proven that he's like okay i I don't care i'm gonna throw it right yeah Uh so i think they might get tested um a lot more than you know i think we've seen like in the last four weeks yeah, but you know it's it's windy and you know you know. Okay, homeboy, true. Homeboy got the greatest arm in the more in the world. Uh, that's that's if that's for sure. So we'll we'll, we'll see how that thing's whipping through the wind, regardless. But uh, um, right, right. Yeah. So uh, you know, 
it, it's it's gonna be interesting, man. I I, I just think that sometimes, uh, sometimes in that game, it's like where you show that they had the good coverage and they made a simple mistake, and this Herbert just was, you know, he just kind of got guts, man. You know, showed me a lot. You know, I just I was just happy he didn't finish, so we didn't have to hear he's John Elway for a whole off season. So yeah, I was happy about that. Yeah, you know? definitely, definitely happy about that. Hundred <laughs> percent. John Elway. Yeah, um, but I, I am impressed. I will, I will tip my hat to Gus Bradley. We saw him try some new things. There, yeah, there were some, there were some different two high looks. They're playing some of these things a little differently than they had before. The three deep man under three man rush, like whoa, where? What is this? You, you know, like. You know, so he he had some new stuff. So credit to him. But you also saw well, those were like some of the lowlights for the Raiders, and that goes back to why Gus Bradley doesn't do that is because he he his thing is like it's not about having like a great call. It's just about being fundamentally sound, right? So when you when you have these new things, when you try these new things that are just like situational defenses, once in a blue moon kind of defenses, you open up the chances of kind of having like that one of those mental flaws, right? Like a mental lapse. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if they if they just tighten that up and they can they can still play those looks just with you know some better uh, awareness like you know Nate Hobbs jumping that on fourth and two right. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. But I, I am I, I was surprised. I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Um, I, know, I know I know you guys love Justin Herbert. I know I know everybody loves him. Everybody. Oh, Justin, he's. You're so tall and you throw so hard. Yeah, I know. I know you guys love it. <laughs> All right, uh... <laughs> bro. I'm I'm recording that. That that's gonna be on the uh, promo. It's, it's funny. Okay. I just know. I just let us know. Everybody's like, oh, oh god, they're so great. Make the playoffs. That's hilarious. Make the playoffs. Right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> My turn. Finally, we figured this out. Uh, here we go. Where's my video? I hear that. Here we go. My video of. There you are. Here we go. So we're going to talk about a little uh, Marcus Mariota here, right? Marcus Mariota package, right? So a lot, a lot, a lot. Of what happened here is just Mariota is not reading this stuff correctly. Okay. Now I talked about this, and you know we talk about this a lot on this show how. Marcus Mariota never really was a zone read, a counter bash type of guy. Like he's not, he's not Lamar Jackson. Okay. Um, and he knows he was a quarterback that could run. Right. So now we got him in this position where he's supposed to be, you know, we're treating him like he's Lamar Jackson. This is Lamar Jackson stuff. This is like Greg Roman, right? We got, you got 13 personnel here, guys, right? We got Derek Carrier, Foster Moreau and Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller. This is like straight from the Greg Roman playbook right here right so and you know we got a simple inside zone read still all right so we go check this out right so pause it right here let me get the full circle going so right he's reading uosu right here right that's what you're doing when you're when you're playing inside zone read right Especially, you know, you maybe you got the fake arc read right here. That's, I mean, this, I mean, there's some cool stuff that Greggles is doing with this, but I mean, he's just not Lamar Jackson. So you, you see here, right? There's a defensive end. He's not crashing. So usually, if they crash, right, you 
keep. If he stays, you give. It's just he's not crashing. I don't know what he's thinking here, but he decides to keep. All right. So he keeps it. Now, you see where Josh Jacobs, right? There's this look at that lane. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what safety's up there. I don't see any safeties up there, guys. I don't know. Maybe this guy makes a tackle. Maybe he makes it a right. I don't know. Maybe he gets past Simpson. I'm just saying if he gives it and Jacobs just goes, I mean, there's a there's you know, we might get our 50-yard touchdown. We went from Jacobs. But instead, you know, here he comes, he comes outside. Nothing. Boom. Gets popped through by Darwin James. Good lord. Go back and see that tackle. God damn. Yeah, we should, people want to love Justin Herbert. We could, let's love some Darwin James here. Oh, <laughs> god damn. All right, here we go. Now, this is the one uh that you know we could talk about a little bit. That this is a really cool. All right, this is some dope. This is some dope stuff right here. All right. So we, we got the RPO mixed in with this one. All right, so we got the arc read, RPO, okay? Now, you're going to see Derek Carrier right here. He's going to come out on the arc read, but Foster Moreau is going to run a corner route, okay? Foster Moreau is going to run a corner route, all right? So we're going to get the arc read, corner route from Marcus Mariota. So here we go. Let's run this. All right. So everybody's crashing. Everybody's got their eyes on Marcus Mariota, right? Oh, my God. Look, look, look. <laughs> and there's Foston Road just running wide open. Nothing nothing there, but he's, he, gave, he gave the ball to Jalen Richard. And he's just a little – right? So, I mean, I mean this, this, this is – I'm really mad they put this on tape, to be honest. I mean, if you're not going to throw this – you just put it on tape like that because now the Bengals they might see it like they're gonna be okay. Let's watch. Let's make sure we got this guy coming out. I mean, I mean that's one of those plays you only get hit like once, and they didn't hit it. So it's very frustrating for me that they put that on tape like that and didn't hit that play. <sighs> and, and and then we hit we hit it. Uh, we, I mean, you watch from the back end, kind of see maybe why Mariota gave this football right. So. You kind of see right here, maybe he sees that he's not going to be able to get outside Joey Bosa, but I don't, I don't, I mean, you have to see these guys at the second level are crashing, which means, you know, you got this corner route option that that's, that's wide open for a touchdown. I mean, you can see, right, everything around here, that's a touchdown, man. But instead, you don't, we don't get anything. I mean, then again, a uh, conversion, but, you know, it worked out later on, but it's all right. But ugh, that hurt. All right. So you got the reverse one right here which, you know, I thought this was actually a, not a bad play call. You got to just take this back a little bit. We watch this one, right? So we get to Jacobs, right? So I, was, I was really scared about this exchange. Look at that. That's a bad exchange right there. I was terrified of it when I was watching it live on the broadcast. I was like, oh, my God, he's about to fumble. But they got it. <laughs> and, and then they got it to Darren Waller here, right? And, you know, it, it's just Derwin James again. It's Derwin James. And, uh this is just Derwin James blowing this play up because, you know, you got Josh Jacobs versus Derwin James here. And he says, no, I'm going to make this tackle. Just, just a bad man. Just yeah. a bad man. God, Lord. He's a bad man. 
Ah, good, good thing you're pretty good, Colton. Good thing you're pretty good over there, Mr. Miller. Because, oh, man. <laughs> All right. Arc Reed again. Right? So this time, we're going to watch this Arc Reed and watch how they play this Arc Reed RPO again. Which is, this is why I didn't like this play. And why they didn't hit it the first time. Okay? So let's watch how they play the Arc Reed again. Right? So this time... They definitely crash, right? But, you know, they're all over it. Look at Derwin James. He's waiting for Foster Moreau this time, right? They get out there, though. Good block by Foster. Get in the way. Gets in 15. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's why I'm so mad about that they didn't hit that play the first time because the adjustments. Now they see this again, right? Like, can you do this against the Bengals? Get in the same formation again? Probably not. Jesse Bates could be all over that. Right. And it's just not there. But I mean, you could think you could also look at it this way. It makes it maybe a touchdown if they play it like that. So they got to make a decision. So it might work out. You know, they got to make a decision. You're going to creep up and stop Mariota or you let him throw a touchdown. I don't know. We'll see. All right, here's the next one. Here we got another one here. Check this one out. All right. And this one's just simple, you know, zone read. I mean, that's what we're doing here. Okay. Now, there's two things on this one, okay? He could have gave this ball. Because if he gives this ball, I, I didn't show it from the other from the from the um the uh not, not the non-end zone angle, because I can't think of the angle name right now. But I mean, there's basically three on three over here. Because you have Zay Jones is about to get in front of Joey Bosa, which you can make the maybe he's probably not gonna block him. Maybe, right? But there's three on three over here, right? But there also is nobody over here, so I see what Marietta was thinking. And really, this play is really all about Fossa Moreau not make, not blocking Gil, uh, number 32, right? So here we go. Right, keeps it. And, I mean, it should be a touchdown. But I don't know what Fossa Moreau is doing. I don't know what he's looking back at. Maybe he's expecting him to give the ball. I'm not sure. But he just lets 32 go. 32 makes a great tackle. Only Alohi Gilman could have made that tackle because he's also Hawaiian. It's a, it was a Hawaiian thing. He just oh, he just okay. sensed it. Oh, okay. All right. Is that what it is? All right. All right. All right. Uh, let's go here. All right. So here we got the little counter bash, which I really I really like how this is designed and this really worked the first time. They did it, right? So, you know, they really weren't expecting this. They're expecting some kind of zone read. They're not really expecting the counter bash. You see how Joey Bosa's playing this, right? He's playing he's playing for his zone read, not a counter bash. That's why you see 99, he, Jerry Tillery, who's right past Andre James. He is crashing to try to stop the zone read, right? Boom. He makes a tackle on Hunter Renfro. Good hole there. Good job finding him by Mariota. You get eight. Right. So good job there by Mariota. But then, hey, let's go ahead and run the same play again. <laughs> same exact play. Let's not switch it up. Right. So guess what happens? They just the whole team just crashes. Right. Look at everybody. This is like a full all out blitz. They're all crashing. Why? Because it doesn't matter. 
if if he either hands it to Hunter Renfro, 42 got him. And you're gonna see that Kenneth Murray's about to be right in Marcus Mariota's face. So even if he he gave this ball and kept it, right? And he tried to get past it. I mean, it's 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 uh I mean it wouldn't be as a big of a loss, but it's a loss. That's a loss of four. Right. So it, it just it just it just didn't work this time. You know, it, it just it, it got a little out of hand there. Yeah, we got a little too cute, which I would say. I mean, after the first bash, that's when we should have put this guy in because I really feel like he would have closed this game out. They didn't, they, uh, you know, side rant. They didn't give him the ball at the end of the, at the, in the fourth quarter at that point in time. That bothers me watching him run. So we're all going to watch him run in overtime and just think on how that on that possession they didn't give this guy the ball. All right, so let's let's go ahead and start this off. We got a little mid zone, right? So I have a little mid zone here. Boom, got your three-way go. But watch this great decision here by Josh Jacobs, right? I mean, I mean, some people would have took this comeback, but you got Kenneth Murray right there. But you hit that bounce, boom, perfect decision. Hit that bounce, boom. You know, then, then you know, saying one of his twelve missed tackles he had, which is crazy, right? Break a tackle, make a play, get twenty-eight. That's so what we want to see. We want to see them big chunk runs, right, from Josh Jacobs. Mid-zone again. Let's get some more mid-zone going here, right? Good blocking from the line, right? And you already see the comeback coming over here. Open it up, right? You think, okay, so, so Josh Jacobs, he thought about it too, right? You know, take it back a little bit. You see how he thought about that cut up, cut back, right? He thought about it. You see, you see he kind of made that juke position, but, you know, Derwin James is coming. Yeah, I think he saw Derwin. Smart decision there, Josh, right? And I love this patience, right? Because, you know, Lester Cotton is getting blown up here. He's got to get blown up into Josh Jacobs as well. And this this is shows come back to his trust too, because Josh could have just like already did a whole bunch of things here. He could have just cut back, right, already. But he showed a lot of patience. He waited, showed a lot of trust, right? Everything's blown up. Andre James actually, you know, this is a good block for Andre James to open this up, right? And then you got Leatherwood. And Simpson working over here, or not Simpson, sorry, Leatherwood and Parker working over here, right? And Josh Jacobs, patience, find that hole. It's awesome. 17. Beautiful. That's how you run, dog. That's how you run. Mid zone, right here you go. Mid zone again, right? They kind of get blown up here. We got Lester Cotton in the game. So really didn't work out. Linval Joseph just puts Andre James on his knees, got some praying. Then uh, Kaiser White blew, blew up Lester Cotton. Nothing, right? And, uh, you know, they end up getting a field goal out of that one. So the final drive, right? Final drive. Got some inside zone slice going here, right? A little split zone, you would like to call it here, right? So split zone. Great patience here. Watch Jacob's pressing the line. Watch him. He's pre pressing the line. He's pressing the line. Here, BD. Presses the line. You already see that cutback. Boom. Hit that cutback. Get get eight. Man, he runs like to tell you. I'm telling you, bro. Right here. So we got some more mid zone here. We get a little bit mid zone, right? More mid zone. A little good block. Get to the second level by Simpson right there. Good job. 
right? And I just want to I want to bring this because we, we got to talk about this him jumping over somebody, right? So you know nobody blows a block, right? So he gets outside. You know he maybe could have cut in there, but this is fine. We're okay, right? And then watch him just jump over Joey Bosa, right? He's gonna jump in the air, right? Seven. And it sets up, that sets up the clincher, okay? You know, you just had the timeout. You know, Raiders were thinking about, hey, we could just get out of here with a tie. And Josh Jacobs, he says, no, we're not tying this game, right? So here we go. Josh Jacobs inside zone slice again, okay? Now, Colton Miller's losing here. It's getting blown up, right? This is going to free up Kaiser White here to make this play. Right. And he's going to be perfectly in this gap. Kaiser where it plays this perfectly. Look at it. Even beats Keith Johnson's from getting on him when he's trying to get to the second level for the split zone. He plays it perfectly. He's right in the gap. Look at that. Look at him. Per perfect, perfect position for Kaiser White. Couldn't play this any better. But Josh Jacobs said, no. I'm going to I'm going to get past it. I'm going to set you up and you're going to run into Colton Miller. And I'm going to get back up field. And I'm going to get 10. And I'm going to break a tackle. Look at that. That's what you, and let's go to the playoffs. <laughs> this is the play. What? What, Mr. Mr. Samuel here? Get baptized out of the playoffs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to do that, guys. All right. And, you know, Brian Edwards, look at that. Look, look at Brian Edwards. I just want to start it off with, with a little physicality. That's why I knew Brian Edwards came to play. He was here. He came to play today. A little chip block. Look at 95 on the ground. There we go. Right? And then here's him making a play on this one for his quarterback on the little scramble drill. Good catch. I know he's mad at himself. He didn't get past this one. He's all right. It's all right. It's all right, Brian. We see you. We see you out here, dog. So, you know, I just want to show Brian Harris the love. I mean, really, he didn't do anything too great in this game, but I, I just thought he came to play. Like, getting the chips going. He just he just did his job, you know what I mean? Like he didn't 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 pout. Like let's let's you know what I'm saying? Like I like that. Showed up to play. He's not getting the targets he likes, but he 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 came and chart and made some plays, some key plays in this game actually. After this one, and he almost made the catch of his life. Which man, I you, you get two feet down like this, uh, you just just give it to him, ref. Just give it to him, man. Just give it to him. But, you know, I think, you know, there's three, there's three by one fades with Brian Edwards. I mean, they had the one with I showed on the Carfax today. But Cleveland, I mean, they're, they're, they're doing all right. I mean, that's just a great play by Michael Davis. I mean, Michael Davis ripping that ball out late. That was a great play by him. But, you know, this is this is the, the, the drive starter for the game-winning drive, right? We got a little Yankee here, right? Carter's want to try to force it over Kenneth Murray. Has to throw it low with Michael Davis right over his top of him. And Brian Evers does a good job making that catch for him, right? It's a tough catch. Make that catch for your quarterback. Big play. That was a big catch right there. Started the drive. So as I'm saying, he has some key plays in this game. Man, you know, like that, that, you know, that not every play shows him the stat sheet, all the chipping that he's asked to do. He, he did it to his best ability. You know, I, you know, I, I like that. Right. You know, you like you like how you, you make plays and then you get more opportunities, man. That's what I'm talking about. So. 
I don't know, man. Josh Jacobs got me hyped, dog. I don't know. I'm, I'm hyped for Josh, Josh Jacobs for like that. <laughs> Just, yeah. man. Yeah. That's, the, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like that physicality, like in the cold, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's not the easiest to tackle in the cold. And you got a running back that is just putting that physicality on you and making you feel it when you're tackling somebody in the cold like that, man, that, that's what you need. You need that. So, yeah, you got to right. make that happen. Right. 100%. I think um, it's great watching the breakdown because we're seeing Josh Jacobs get back to like basically we haven't seen him run like this for a long time, you know. So for him to be peaking at this point in the year, that's perfect. Perfect timing. Yeah. Uh, for Josh Jacobs. So gotta love that. Uh, super, super geek to see that. And, and he's going into the postseason with his fewest carries of his career, right? Because uh, this this uh, this year he had the fewest carries uh, so far. So I think that hopefully he bodes well. Hopefully he's healthy, and you know, uh, and we see that running because that that's huge. That that is a game changer. That's a difference maker. His first step is so explosive. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> He, he immediately he immediately slows down, you know, like after like two three steps, you know. But that first step is so explosive, like he can go laterally uh, with so with just like so much energy, so much burst that he just breaks these guys' angles in, in these short areas that they're just like not expecting him being able to like make these such sudden like huge looping lateral cuts. Um, so yeah, so awesome to see that great great that his ankles are are healthy for that, for all that you know yeah 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 and <laughs> i was somebody leave a comment i was getting hyped. i mean i'll tell you man i was i was hyped watching that tape when i was pulling it up bro like that that's especially just the, the last the last the last run is that is what you when you when you took Josh Jacobs in the first round you know when you take a quarter or you take a running back in the first round that last run that the third and four that is what you're thinking you're thinking about him finishing the game. That's why I was like that, that when they went to second and two, like, I, like, I don't understand. We, we're doing the counter bash again. Like, what are we doing? Like, you know how he's running right now. So give him the damn ball. And, and I really hope they don't get cute this weekend. You know, like just let's it. This is what coaches always get cute, man. Coaches always get cute. Man. Know, especially also some loves to throw. I know he doesn't want to run. He wants to throw. I know. Playoffs <laughs> is the time where you see the coaches get the cutest. Uh, man. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I definitely agree. Gotta, gotta lean on it. Okay. Um, I'm interested in what you saw from Darren Waller's targets. Okay. Like, uh, obviously not 100% like on the same page. The chemistry needs to get back. He has been out for a long time. Like, did you see anything where it's like, okay, this is going to be back on Saturday? Or... Yeah, uh, yeah I, I thought he looked 100%. I thought he looked I thought he looked fast. I thought he looked like he was getting out of his routes. I, just, I mean, it's just Derwin James, man. I mean, I, that, that was basically a lot of what was, what was happening with Darren Waller out there. I mean, you got Derwin James all over you. You know, they got him with the, the peel route. I mean, he, he looks just, I mean, he looks, he looks fine. Uh, I thought, I thought he had, um, I, I mean, there's some drops in there. I think they still got a little bit of timing issues, right? They, 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 they got, they got, uh, they got a little bit of timing issues there um, on, on a few of those throws that you could tell. I think, you know, one time you know, he fell on the ground and then Carr got the, the um, what is that? The intentional grounding. He didn't finish running. 
you know, and Carr got really pissed about that when that happened because he knew that he got attention to grinding because he stopped running. And, uh, you know, so there's a couple of things there that maybe, you know, the kind of little mistakes you see from a guy who's rusty a little bit, especially like the drop pass, one of the drop passes he had. But I still thought he looked really fast. I thought he looked uh, really good. I, the most concerning thing that I watched on this tape is that Zay Jones is running deep routes again. So that was concerning. <laughs> but other than that, everything, and then that, that's come, I think, also Waller's back. So he, he's the intermediate guy now again. And then we got, like, I mean, at this point, I'm like, can you just make Waller the deep guy then if you have to have a deep guy? If you have to have a deep guy. Greg Olson, you have one who's 250 pounds and runs a 4-4. And then if Carr misses, could probably catch it still. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. And, and, and um, you know, I was I was on a, the you know the Rare Candy show earlier, and I was talking about how, you know, if, if Darren Waller is the post route on the Yankee, like, what is everybody going to do? You know, like they're all going to fall back. I mean, especially the Bengals. I mean, they're Jesse Bates and all those dudes are all going to follow him deep. And it's gonna open up everything for everything else. So if he's a deep guy, we know he can be. I mean, you can you run like last year he was running wheels. Um, you know, he's running uh, you know, he can run uh you know, he runs those the uh, the wheel around the peel pretty good. Uh he, he does all those routes, right? Uh so since since he does all those routes, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I think if you have to have one, if you have to have the deep guy, guy has to have the you know, the, the designation, it should be him because he is your deep guy. And like I said, if Carr does underthrow it or whatever, he can make up for it. So and that's what you want. And, and, he, and he can beat most people deep. He can beat corners deep. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's a, like a slouch running deep routes. I mean, he runs really, really good deep routes too. So it's, it's there. I mean, we saw it last year against the Dolphins. He, all the verticals that he was hitting against the Dolphins, um, Maybe it's time for him to try to do that stuff instead of just trying to, you know, like try to pigeonhole Zay Jones into that role just because you have yeah. you need that role in your design of the West Coast offense. You have to have that guy. And I mean, that's why they went yeah. and got Deshaun Jackson instead of Odell Beckham because they have to have that deep guy instead of just having some guy. That's, that that's why they drafted guy. Henry Ruggs instead of CeeDee Lamb or something like yeah, that. Too. Yeah, exactly. Because they were, um, yeah, and so in, in the offense, but uh, what I will say about um using um waller as like the deep guy so right now in the nfl what everyone's doing is they're like tracking everyone with like the chips and seeing how far they're running and they're keeping their you know uh but you know keeping track of like their heart rate and everything like that and their oxygen levels and so uh there's probably something where they're like okay zay jones can handle it he's got a great fitness level and then you know where they're like doing like the the analytics on like the bio the biometrics that they're gathering from these players. Yeah. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, every team's doing that. You know, um, uh, at least like the training staff. At least you know is, is uh, so for, so for them they might be like, okay, the, the training staff keeps on telling us to take Darren Waller out. You know, after he runs a couple of deep routes, so don't call so many deep routes for him and he'll stay in the game or something like that. I guess, uh, but but I, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with that. I, I saw something with uh, Darren Waller talking about running, uh, catching a 65 or taking the – it was the reverse his first yeah. year. Mm-hmm. That was the Denver game, right, where he took like a 65-yard reverse or something well, like that? That was the that was, that was his like his opening. That was where like, who the uh, hell that, is this? That was, That's uh, where all our Raiders fans were like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> well, he was, he was talking about running um, – <laughs> He was talking about running for 65 yards against uh, in Denver in Mile High, and he was talking about how it took him yeah. a whole 
it took him a whole quarter to get his breath back to get his, you know, to like, you know, get his lungs back. Right. So uh, there's definitely an element of keeping him fresh for the entire game. That's yeah, that's true. He's got a block too. So you got a point. Yeah. You got a point. But, you know, I saw people talking about Johnson in the comments. I mean, there's somebody like him too, that you could run those deep routes. It actually is a deep route guy that has some size too. You know, he's got a good size for how fast he is and how good he is. He's made some special team plays. I think he's earned some snaps. He's, you know, you came in. Go for it. Hell yeah. 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 Hell yeah. I'd love, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see it. You know, all right, man. Uh, any other uh, thoughts? You know, offense. Nope, that's it. That's it for me. Uh, we went. Oh, we're going over on time here, so yeah, sure. uh, we're gonna have to get out of here. Raider Nation. Uh, we appreciate everyone for tuning in to Taped on Live Raiders Film Channel. Break down this week eighteen. Feels weird saying week eighteen. Week eighteen win Raiders off to the playoffs. Um, make sure you guys tune in. We'll be going live before the game for a preview show so we can talk about Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I'm the defense guy. Marcus is the offense guy. So we're going to be breaking down what we're seeing from the Cincinnati Bengals ahead of the Raiders matchup. So stay tuned for that. Uh, it'll come out probably Friday, right, Marcus? We're, we're aiming to do that Friday? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, you know, I got you. I got it. You know, then we got the Carfax. You know, my, 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 my boy Bulldog was asking me about it. I, I'm a man of the people. I know I got kind of shocked some people earlier. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? The week 15. So, <laughs> but, you know, man, bulldog, you know, I'm a man of the people. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you got some, you know, got some requests. You know, this is some my new trades asking us to do the Georgia game. I don't know. It's like, we might do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're, we're oh, yeah. yeah. Were you know able to, were we able to track down any leads on the all 22 uh, for that? I could find some. Just, 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 uh, just okay. to, you know, give us some time. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're, 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 for, we're for the people. So that's you know I put that that Carfax out check out check out that one, um, you know uh, I went over the Browns game and um, you know which is the last cold game they played in so if you want to see Derek Carr play in the cold or you know that's kind of a big deal a big thought, um, go ahead and check that one out. Uh, so, any uh, other thoughts? That's, that's it, it. Raider Nation. Yep, we're out. All right, All right. peace. Y'all.